Chapter 2 The Appalling Sin of Unbelief in Jesus Christ He that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. John chapter 3, verse 18 The failure to put faith in Jesus Christ is not a mere misfortune. It is a sin, a grievous sin, an appalling sin, a damning sin. Scripture, He that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. John chapter 3, verse 18. Men will tell you very lightly and laughingly, I do not believe in Jesus Christ. Indeed, men will tell you with an airy toss of the head, as if it were something they were quite proud of, I do not believe in Jesus Christ. Few men are so foolish and so blind or so utterly depraved as to tell you laughingly or proudly, I am a murderer, or I am an adulterer, or I am a habitual liar. Yet none of these is a sadder or darker confession than, I am an unbeliever in Jesus Christ. Believing or not believing in Jesus Christ is largely a matter of the will and not altogether a matter of intellectual conviction. There are those who imagine it is wholly a matter of intellectual conviction whether one believes or does not believe in Jesus Christ. The one who thinks so is a very superficial thinker. There are very few people in this audience who don't have sufficient evidence that Jesus is the Son of God and the Savior of those who believe in Him, if they were only willing to yield themselves to the evidence. The will plays a large part in what a man believes politically and the will plays a still larger part in believing in Jesus Christ. The people who believe in Jesus Christ believe in Him because they will to yield to the truth and to believe in Him who is so clearly and so abundantly proven to be God's Son. Those who do not believe in Jesus Christ do not believe in Him because, for the love of sin or some other reason, they will not yield to the truth and accept Him as Savior and Lord who is so abundantly proven to be the Son of God. Most of you who do not believe in Jesus Christ know that this is true. You know that your refusal to accept Jesus Christ is not because you have grave reasons for believing that Jesus Christ is not what He claims to be. You know it is because you do not want to accept Him, surrender your life to Him, and confess Him. Now, this is a great sin. This sin is a greater sin than any you can commit against any fellow man by lying to Him, stealing from Him, or killing Him. It is greater than falsehood, theft, or murder. If you will give me your honest attention, I will prove to you that this is so. Don't try to get away from the truth by getting out of the house, whispering to someone, refusing to listen, or laughing contemptuously. If you do, you will do it to your own eternal ruin. If I am right in this matter, and if the Bible is right, it is of infinite importance that you know it. So consider carefully and candidly. Because of who Jesus Christ is Unbelief in Jesus Christ is an appalling sin because of who Jesus Christ is and the dignity of His person. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God. He is the Son of God in a sense that no other person is the Son of God. He is the radiance of His Father's glory and the express image of His person. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 Scripture In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily 
Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. He is the one of whom God the Father said, Let all the angels of God worship Him. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 6. Of Him the Father says that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. John chapter 5, verse 23. A dignity attaches to the person of Jesus Christ that attaches to no angel or archangel or to none of the principalities or powers in the heavenly places. His is the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Philippians chapter 2 verses 10 through 11. An injury done to Jesus Christ is then a sin of vastly greater magnitude than a sin done to man. A horse, a cow, or a mule has rights, but the rights of a horse or a cow or a mule are minuscule when compared to the rights of a man. The law recognizes the rights of a mule, but the willful killing of a mule is not regarded as seriously as the willful putting out of a man's eye. But the rights of a man, even of the purest, noblest, greatest of men, pale into infinitesimal insignificance before the rights of that infinite being whom we call God and His infinite Son, Jesus Christ. To realize the enormity of a sin committed against Jesus Christ, we must strive to get some adequate conception of the dignity and majesty of His person. When we do, we see that robbing this infinitely glorious person by our unbelief of that honor, which is His due, is a sin that in comparison, the rankest injustice or enormity committed against man is as nothing. What was it that struck conviction in the hearts of three thousand men on the day of Pentecost and made them cry out in agony, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Acts chapter 2 verse 37. It was this, Peter, filled with the Spirit, told them who Jesus was. He said, let all the house of Israel therefore know assuredly that God hath made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom ye crucified. Acts chapter 2, verse 36. Their eyes were opened at last to see the glory, the dignity, and the majesty of the person of him whom they had so outrageously wronged. All the sins of their lifetime were instantly seen to be nothing in comparison with this sin. And if you will permit God to open your eyes to see who Jesus is, to see the infinite dignity, glory, and majesty of His divine person, you will see that every conceivable wrong done to any mere man is nothing compared to the wrong done to this magnificent person. You may refuse to let God open your eyes to the infinite glory of Jesus. You may say, I don't see that He is essentially greater than other men, or that his rights are more sacred than those of Longfellow, Lincoln, Washington, or my next-door neighbor. But the day will come when you will have to see. The day will come when the full glory of Jesus will be unveiled to the whole universe, and in that day, if you will not repent now and receive pardon for your awful sin of unbelief in this glorious Son of God, you will be overwhelmed with eternal shame." You will cry for the rocks and the hills to fall upon you and hide you from the wrath of Him who sits on the throne of the universe and the wrath of the Lamb. You will wish to rush from the presence of that heavenly glory into eternal darkness to get away from the presence of Him whom you have so grievously wronged. On and on and on you will wish to flee, away 
away, away, eternally away from the outraged Son of God. One night, God gave me such a vision of the glory of Jesus Christ that I saw the appalling nature of sin against Him, this infinitely glorious one. You may not have had such a vision, nor do you need to have it, for you know what God's own testimony regarding Jesus is. That testimony is in His book. In the light of that testimony, you may know that the most grievous wrong against man, theft, adultery, murder, is as nothing. It is for this reason that our text says, He who believes in him is not condemned, he who does not believe is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Because faith is supreme. Unbelief in Jesus Christ is an appalling sin, not only because of the dignity of Christ's person, but also because faith is the supreme thing that is his due. Jesus is worthy of many things. He is worthy of our admiration. He is worthy of our attention. He is worthy of our obedience. He is worthy of our service. He is worthy of our testimony. He is worthy of our love. All these things are his due. To not give him these things is to rob him of his due, to rob a being of infinite importance of his due. But first, underlying all else, and above all else, Jesus Christ is worthy of faith. Man's confidence is due to Jesus Christ. He is infinitely worthy of the surrender to Himself of the confidence of our intellects, our feelings, and our wills. It is due to Him to say, Lord Jesus, infinite Son of God, I surrender my mind's complete faith, the complete confidence of my heart and my will. He is worthy of that, His first great right. If you refuse to do that, and many of you have refused to do it week after week, month after month, and year after year, you have robbed Jesus Christ. You have robbed this glorious divine person of His first and greatest right. You have robbed a divine person of His supreme due. So it is written in our text, He that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Because he is the incarnation of God. Unbelief in Jesus Christ is an appalling sin because Jesus Christ is the incarnation of all the infinite moral perfections of God's own being. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. 1 John 1, verse 5 This infinite, absolute light, which is God, this infinite holiness and love and truth is incarnate in Jesus Christ, and the refusal to accept Him is the refusal of light and the choice of darkness. It is the clearest possible proof that the one who rejects Him loves darkness rather than light. Nothing more clearly proves what a man is at heart than what he chooses and what he rejects. A man who chooses foul books, foul pictures, and foul friends is a foul man, no matter what his claims may be. A man who rejects the good, the pure, and the true is bad, impure, and false. To reject Christ is to reject the infinite light of God. This reveals a heart that is so corrupt that it loves darkness rather than light. So it is written in our text, He that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, 
that light is come into the world, and man loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. John chapter 3 verses 18 through 19. Unbelief in Jesus Christ is indeed an appalling sin. Because unbelief tramples the love and mercy of God. Unbelief in Jesus Christ is an appalling sin because it is trampling underfoot the infinite love and mercy of God. Jesus Christ is the supreme expression of God's love and mercy to sinners. Scripture For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have eternal life. John chapter 3 verse 16. We have all broken God's holy laws, and thus have brought the wrath of the Holy One upon ourselves. But God still loves us. Instead of banishing us forever from His presence into the outer darkness where there is only agony and despair, He has provided a way of salvation for us. He provided that way at infinite cost to Himself. His saving love had no limit. It stopped at no sacrifice. He gave His best, His only begotten Son, to redeem us. All that we need to do to be saved is to believe in that Son and to put our trust in the pardoning mercy and love of God thus revealed. But instead of believing and thereby obtaining eternal life, what are many of you doing? You are not believing. You are rejecting this love and its provision. You are despising and trampling underfoot the salvation that God has so dearly purchased and offered to you. You are scorning and insulting infinite love and mercy. That is what unbelief in Jesus Christ is. It is scorn and contempt and insult to infinite pardoning love. Every man and woman, young and old, who does not render the faith of their whole being to Jesus Christ and does not receive Him as the Son of God, their Lord and Savior, is guilty of scorning and insulting the infinite, pardoning love of God. Some of you go even beyond that. You try to make yourselves believe that Jesus is not the Son of God. You try to make yourselves believe that there is no need of an atonement. You laugh at the sacrifice the loving Father has made so that you, His guilty, hell-deserving subjects, might be saved. Yes, there are people who do this. Thousands in this city do it. One sometimes almost wonders why the outraged love of God does not turn to blazing wrath and why God does not blast the world of Christ-rejecting men with the breath of His mouth. Unbelief in Jesus Christ is an appalling sin because it is scorn and contempt for infinite love. There are other reasons why unbelief in Jesus Christ is an appalling sin, but these are four tremendous reasons and they are enough. First, because of the infinite dignity of His person. Second, because that faith is His supreme due, so not to give it is to rob a divine person of His supreme right. Third, because Jesus Christ is the incarnation of all the infinite moral perfections of God's own being. Fourth, because it is trampling underfoot the infinite love and mercy of God. Clearly, unbelief in Jesus Christ is an appalling sin. Theft is a gross sin. Adultery is worse. Murder is shocking. But when our eyes are opened, we see that all these are as nothing compared to the violation of the dignity and majesty of the person of Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, by our unbelief. How God must abhor the sin of unbelief! 
how the holy angels in heaven must abhor the sin of unbelief, how all holy men and women must abhor the sin of unbelief. And of this awful, appalling sin, many of you are guilty. Not only the gross infidel and the refined skeptic are guilty of this sin, but also everyone who holds back from giving to Jesus the wholehearted surrender of his whole self, mind, affections, and will. All who fail to gladly welcome him as Savior and Lord are guilty of this appalling sin today. Don't some of you cry out, as did the three thousand at Pentecost, What shall we do? It is because of the hardness of your hearts. Soften those hearts of stone. Publicly confess your awful sin now. Forsake it now. Don't rest another day under such awful guilt. We see why it is that unbelief leads to eternal doom. We see why it is that no matter how many good things a man may do, if he refuses to believe in Jesus Christ, he must forever perish. Give up your awful unbelief in Jesus Christ and accept him now.